story twenty of christmas with lucy maud montgomery a selection of stories this librivox recording is in the public domain story twenty the osborne's christmas cousin myra had come to spend christmas at the firs and all the junior osborne's were ready to stand on their heads with delight darby whose real name was charles did it because he was only eight and at eight you have no dignity to keep up the others being older couldn't but the fact of christmas itself awoke no great enthusiasm in the hearts of the junior osbornes frank voiced their opinion of it the day after cousin myra had arrived he was sitting on the table with his hands in his pockets and a cynical sneer on his face at least frank flattered himself that it was cynical he knew that uncle edgar was said to wear a cynical sneer and frank admired uncle edgar very much and imitated him in every possible way but to you and me it would have looked just as it did to cousin myra a very discontented and unbecoming scowl i'm awfully glad to see you cousin myra explained frank carefully and your being here may make some things worth while but christmas is just a bore a regular bore that was what uncle edgar called things that didn't interest him so that frank felt pretty sure of his word nevertheless he wondered uncomfortably what made cousin myra smile so queerly why how dreadful she said brightly i thought all boys and girls looked upon christmas as the very best time in the year we don't said frank gloomily it's just the same old thing year in and year out we know just exactly what is going to happen we even know pretty well what presents we're going to get and christmas day itself is always the same we'll get up in the morning and our stockings will be full of things and half of them we don't want then there's dinner it's always so pokey and all the uncles and aunts come to dinner just the same old crowd every year and they say just the same things aunt desda always says why frankie how you have grown she knows i hate to be called frankie and after dinner they'll sit around and talk the rest of the day and that's all yes i call christmas a nuisance there isn't a single bit of fun in it said ida discontentedly not a bit said the twins both together as they always said things there's lots of candy said darby stoutly he rather liked christmas although he was ashamed to say so before frank cousin myra smothered another of those queer smiles you've had too much christmas you osbornes she said seriously it has palled on your taste as all good things will if you overdo them did you ever try giving christmas to somebody else the osbornes looked at cousin myra doubtfully they did not understand we always send presents to all our cousins said frank hesitatingly that's a bore too they've all got so many things already it's no end of bother to think of something new that isn't what i mean said cousin myra how much christmas do you suppose those little rowlands down there in the hollow have or sammy abbott with his lame back or french joe's family over the hill if you have too much christmas why don't you give some to them the osbornes looked at each other this was a new idea how could we do it asked ida whereupon they had a consultation cousin myra explained her plan and the osbornes grew enthusiastic over it even frank forgot that he was supposed to be wearing a cynical sneer 
i move we do it osborns said he if father and mother are willing said ida won't it be jolly exclaimed the twins well rather said darby scornfully he did not mean to be scornful he had heard frank saying the same words in the same tone and thought it signified approval cousin myra had a talk with father and mother osborne that night and found them heartily in sympathy with her plans for the next week the osbornes were agog with excitement and interest at first cousin myra made the suggestions but their enthusiasm soon outstripped her and they thought out things for themselves never did a week pass so quickly and the osbornes had never had such fun either christmas morning there was not a single present given or received at the firs except those which cousin myra and mr and mrs osborne gave to each other the junior osbornes had asked that the money which their parents had planned to spend on presents for them be given to them the previous week and given it was without a word the uncles and aunts arrived in due time but not with them was the junior osbornes concern they were the guests of mr and mrs osborne the junior osbornes were having a christmas dinner party of their own in the small dining-room a table was spread and loaded with good things ida and the twins cooked that dinner all by themselves to be sure cousin myra had helped some and frank and darby had stoned all the raisins and helped pull the homemade candy and altogether they had decorated the small dining-room royally with christmas greens then their guests came first all the little rowlands from the hollow arrived seven in all with very red shining faces and not a word to say for themselves so shy were they then came a troop from french joe's four black-eyed lads who never knew what shyness meant frank drove down to the village in the cutter and brought lame sammy back with him and soon after the last guest arrived little tilly mather who was miss rankin's orphan's island girl from over the road everybody knew that miss rankin never kept christmas she did not believe in it she said but she did not prevent tilly from going to the osborne's dinner party just at first the guests were a little stiff and unsocial but they soon got acquainted and so jolly was cousin myra who had her dinner with the children in preference to the grown-ups and so friendly the junior osborne's that all stiffness vanished what a merry dinner it was what peals of laughter went up reaching to the big dining-room across the hall where the grown-ups sat in rather solemn state and how those guests did eat and frankly enjoy the good things before them how nicely they all behaved even to the french joes myra had secretly been a little dubious about those four mischievous-looking lads but their manners were quite flawless mrs french joe had been drilling them for three days ever since they had been invited to da quizma dinner at da big house after the merry dinner was over the junior osborne's brought in a christmas tree loaded with presents they had bought them with the money that mr and mrs osborne had meant for their own presents and a splendid assortment they were all the french joe boys got a pair of skates apiece and sammy a set of beautiful books and tilly was made supremely happy with a big wax doll every little roland got just what his or her small heart had been longing for besides there were nuts and candies galore 
then frank hitched up his pony again but this time into a great pung sleigh and the junior osbornes took their guests for a sleigh drive chaperoned by cousin myra it was just dusk when they got back having driven the rollins and the french joes and sammy and tilly to their respective homes this has been the jolliest christmas i ever spent said frank emphatically i thought we were going to give the others a good time but it was they who gave it to us said ida weren't the french joes jolly giggled the twins such cute speeches as they would make me and teddy roland are going to be chums after this announced darby he's an inch taller than me but i'm wider that night frank and ida and cousin myra had a little talk after the smaller osbornes had been hailed off to bed we're not going to stop with christmas cousin myra said frank at the end of it we're just going to keep on throughout the year we've never had such a delightful old christmas before you've learned the secret of happiness said cousin myra gently and the osbornes understood what she meant end of story twenty